Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Monday, November 27th, six minutes after nine. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So here's a question to start off the morning. If Joe Biden bows out of the 24 presidential race, who do you think they will pick to run? So your theory is that he will not quit in the sense of he will not have a Lyndon Johnson moment where he goes on national TV and says, for the good of the country, I'm withdrawing from seeking re-election. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think his ego will let him do that. You you believe he will play out the, pro, the primary process as mm-hmm. the nominee. Mm-hmm. So it will be Joe Biden and this doofus from Minnesota that's Dean... Dean, Dean Phillips. Dean the Machine Phillips. Uh-huh. And he'll, Biden will get whatever it'll be, 85% of the primary vote. He'll be the nominee. And then it will go to convention and and a gear up to the convention. That is the moment in which Biden will say for some sort of health reason or whatever that he is tapping out. He's out. Yeah. I think it's going to go down in Chicago. Okay. According to a new Harris Harvard poll, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris and also, oh, I hate to say the name on a Monday, Hillary Clinton are the top picks for the party's primary if Joe Biden bows out. Isn't this interesting because in our our world, the talk radio world, Mm -hmm. the Politico world, it's, oh, Gavin Newsom is clearly the is clearly the heir apparent and he's just gearing up to run mm-hmm. but isn't isn't it also interesting that in our world that is not a reflection of where regular people are at because the average person has no idea who Gavin Newsom is. Right, exactly. So this poll says that 24% said that it would be Harris, while 13% said they would pick Clinton. Now, I know those don't seem like huge numbers, but guess where Gavin is? He's not even showing up on this poll. Which is why I think there is merit if we're going to go down the conspiracy alley, which mm-hmm. at this point isn't it amazing how many conspiracy theories come, come true, true or proven true. It's only a theory today. Right. Okay. So if you're going to do that, you, this poll is touching on really giving credence to what you're saying, which is, you know, the Democrats do not want Cam- Kamala Harris. You know, the Democrats do not want Hillary Clinton. You know, the Democrats do not want Bernie Sanders. And if it's an open primary process, well, obviously any of those people could get in and any of those people then could become the nominee. And you, in a sense, as a party insider, power broker, whatever, you lose control of the primary of, of, of the process versus at a convention, you can say, hey, Michelle Ski mm-hmm. uh, or uh, Gavin, Greasy mm-hmm. Gavin or, mm-hmm. you know, whoever it might be, we'd like for you to be the person. And you have a very select group of people who are more, who more tend to follow marching orders in terms of what we're going to do as a as a party collective well and we always talk in terms of how the left does things based on emotion and i think that's going to be a perfect setting for them to let their emotions carry them away with whoever uh (laughs) they feel gave a great speech in the moment and that person is the person who could potentially be the candidate well they have a serious problem and it's playing out right now with the israel palestine issue which is there's a big block of the Democrat Party, which are complete maniacs. And if you had an open primary process, there would be a cho- probably a chosen maniac who would, I mean, it, it's like it, they keep devolving, not evolving, but devolving 
And you think, oh, well, Bernie Sanders is a total socialist. Boy, can't do any worse than that. And then they say, the Marxists say, wait a second, hold our beer. Here mm-hmm. we go. I mean, mm-hmm. you could see a, a Cory Bush person or Rashida Tlaib type person who becomes the Marxist communist chosen person. And there's a real chance that that individual, maybe they don't win a primary, but they certainly get enough votes to do damage and veer the party commit to commit the nominee to commit further to the left, which the American people don't want. So 59% think that Biden should not run for reelection. And when you get down into these numbers a little bit more, 58% said that they have doubts about his fitness and obviously his mental health, which is interesting what? because they're saying that Hillary Clinton right now is the second choice. Well, she's no spring chicken either. Well, yeah, but in terms of mental faculties, again, so it the age thing is fascinating to me how people view the age thing because it's not really the age it's the it's the way the age is affecting the person in question mm-hmm. when reality is if you're 80 years old and again there are many many people who are 80 years old who still run companies who still own businesses who still uh are are mentors who are volunteers in in public schools and soup kitchens and there's it is not in any way meant to say that at 80 years old you should just you know roam a field somewhere but i think we reasonable people can agree and i'll say the same for myself when i'm 80 if you haven't achieved it by 80 in terms of politics or governance <laughs> time for you to allow like that that phase of your life has that season of your life has moved has moved Mm -hmm. and it's time for someone else so while we look at it and go it's ridiculous that hillary who what will she be she's in her mid-70s right i mean she's what is Hillary? What, what's the what, Price is Right rules? What is Hillary Clinton? I'll say seventy-four. Mm, that's a good guess. I was going to say seventy-six. Okay, but so you'll go with seventy-six. I'll yeah, go with seventy-four. I think that's probably a little. I'm, I think I'm going over. All right, here, here we go. Price is Right rules. Uh, oh no, you're spot on. Seventy-six years old. Hey, look at that. Hey, you won. I won the showcase showdown. The, Fantastic. Dun, 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 dun. And you didn't even that guy need that guy in the audience, like on that documentary we were mm-hmm. talking about, to help you. Great job with that. So it is, and Trump, whatever he is, he'll be seventy-eight. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. But it is a party, and it is a and, and are parties plural of old white people. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it's not as funny for the Republicans because they don't lament old white people. But the Democrats every year, it's rich old white people are the problem in society, and yet it's rich old white people. It is 13 minutes after nine. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Donald Trump using college football rivalry weekend to upstage Nikki Haley on her home turf. (laughs) Okay. He upstaged her on her home turf, but this Uh is... Okay, so Trump went to the Clemson-South Carolina game. Yes, and Nikki Haley was a graduate of Clemson, also a trustee. Oh, she st- still is? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I don't think I realized that. Uh, probably should have. Didn't. Let's move on. We're not here to talk about people's flaws and obvious misgivings. <laughs> the, the, this is like, so Trump went to this game. There was a ruckus applause, as it always is when he goes to this game. Mm-hmm. There was a, the tens of thousands of people who were shouting his name and cheering for him. This happens every time he goes to a college football game, which makes sense. Or oh, when he goes to a, a fight. Sure, but th- this makes sense, right? So the last time it happened, it was, what, Iowa, Iowa State. Mm-hmm. He went into this. He's going to red 
state, South Carolina, there's no doubt who they're going to vote for. Iowa, there's no doubt who they're going to vote for. He is the most recent Republican president. He was the most recent Republican nominee. He's the likely nominee again. He's a very famous individual. This really shouldn't surprise people that the Republican president and the most recent nominee and most likely current nominee is getting a standing ovation who is a mega celebrity before he was in politics is getting a standing ovation at these things, right? Well, I think it's quite uh, the stark difference when you see him out there in that packed stadium getting thunderous applause when you compare it to what Joe Biden had when he was out in public over the weekend in Nantucket where it was like a one person and then <laughs> and then also, you know, shouts of negativity towards him well and so to come full circle it says this it's the same thing we were saying during the campaign of 2020 how does a guy who's having events where there's literally six cars because of the social distancing or you know these giant circles and there's maybe 20 people at the event who's hiding in his basement literally mm-hmm. how does that guy get 81 million legal votes and trump is having these rallies and there's all these people there this doesn't make it doesn't make any sense to anyone. And it's we keep seeing this time and time again where the logical person looks at these things and says, wait a second. Nobody even cares that this guy is breathing air at this point, other than how he's screwing up the country in Biden. This guy is mm-hmm. continues to get rock star treatment, and yet we're led to believe that the election is super close or this guy got 81 million votes. Like, the average person just says, wait a second, something is amiss here. Okay, so hours before kickoff, Trump's campaign announced that he had been endorsed by more South Carolina legislators than all opposing candidates combined, including six people who had previously supported Tim Scott. So we were wondering, these people who endorsed Tim Scott, where were they going to go? Were they going to go to Nikki Haley? Apparently, no. They all went to Trump. Uh, You make a big deal about her being a trustee at her college. I have no idea who is a trustee at Indiana University where I have a diploma from. No idea. None. (laughs) And I didn't when I was there. I don't, I don't, like, it's it's like saying, um, I'm trying to think of how we would do, it's like, uh, okay, who travels? Okay, great example. Let's just take football, for example, since this is football that we're talking about. When Ohio State, when Indiana goes, when when Ohio State comes to Indiana to play football, mm-hmm. the overwhelming majority of people in the stands are Ohio State fans who O-H. buy tickets mm-hmm. to wherever the game is at. It could be at Iowa. It could be you know anywhere. Because they travel right. They try. They travel well. You know, mm-hmm. it could be Northwestern, Illinois. It's going to be Ohio State's going to dominate anywhere other than Michigan and Penn State. Now, maybe places like Wisconsin, Iowa. I know I said Iowa earlier, but you you get what I'm saying. These lower feeder schools in terms of Big Ten football, it's going to be more Ohio State fans. This is the same thing here. It is Trump. Oh, my gosh. Trump Trump got way more popularity than Nikki Haley. Well, Nikki Haley is Indiana. She is Illinois. Mm -hmm. And Trump is Ohio State. It doesn't matter what state he's in. Trump's always going to do better than Nikki Haley because most people don't know who Nikki Haley is. It is 17 minutes after 9. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. By the way, I looked up some prices for some college football tickets over the weekend Uh because for a split second I thought about going down to Knoxville to see the Tennessee game. Oh, wow. Those tickets were only going for like $34. The Ohio State-Michigan game Mm -hmm. tickets... Four hundred and thirty. No kidding. Yeah. Hey, real quick. I so do I need, went to neither. I do need to clarify something. We're on yeah. the YouTube, uh, as we always are. You can just yeah. put Kendall and Casey into your search bar there, and you mm-hmm. can see us. 
people have, have commented on my dress today. I yeah, am, you look very handsome. Well, okay, so here's the deal. Just let's get this out. You can see it right now. I'm mm-hmm. wearing a jacket and a dress shirt. Mm-hmm. No specific reason other than I was in charge. Micah asked me to do the announcements at Life Church yesterday. Yeah. So I couldn't just wear my usual <laughs> terrible attire. You had to get and, multiple, multiple wearings out I, of it. I, well, I only wore this for like three hours. I was like, yeah. what a waste. I'm not putting this in mm-hmm. the dirty clothes yet. I only wore this for three hours or five hours or however long I was there. Came home, put my Sunday clothes on. And I said, I might as well get my good out of it. That is some good laundry economy right yeah, there. Yeah, see what I did there? Multiple wears. So if you'd like to see me dressed nicer <laughs> than normal, you can do that right now on YouTube. It is 93 WIBC. Good morning. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. after nine it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc so president biden has decided to skip this year's u.n climate conference it begins thursday in dubai wait 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 i know isn't that shocking he's the guy who said that uh, climate change is the ultimate threat to humanity you think that this would be on the top of his list but he's not going so joe biden yeah despite the end of the earth being imminent Mm -hmm. due to irresponsible stewardship Mm -hmm. of the climate Mm -hmm. which we are told on a daily basis by the left that it is all our fault Mm -hmm. has an opportunity to be on a world stage to talk about the need not only for the united states but clearly these evildoers in places like india and china who are doing far more than we are to destroy the planet and he is passing up on that opportunity Yeah, a uh, White House spokesperson didn't give a reason for the decision, but uh, some aides are suggesting that he has enough on his plate. Oh, well, the case with what's going on in in, uh, in Israel and also Ukraine. So that's almost as wild and wacky as like the Obamas building near a a, a giant, you know, cliff. Mm -hmm. You know, because we're told the the. The cliffs are going to erode and all the homes are going to fall into the oceans. And boy, that's just, you know, I, I and I'm a cynic case. Yeah, I get it. I know that I'm a I'm a doubter and I'm I see the negative in things many times and I, I'm working on that. But it does really lead me to believe by some of these actions, like take, for example, John Kerry and the, you know, the private plane and Al Gore and mm-hmm. the McMansion that, uh, you know, has all the electricity that he uses and hit. Well, you know, his private plane and people like Leonardo DiCaprio, doesn't he have a yacht of some sort or something? <laughs> And, and the private the private planes that maybe these people aren't actually serious about what they say <laughs> and are just trying to manipulate stupid people. You want to talk about aren't actually serious and manipulate. Uh, here's something that Joe Biden said, uh, taking credit for just about everything. Oh. Uh, you want to talk about total narcissists. Listen to this. There's an overwhelming desire on the part of the region to... Let me back up. I'm, I cannot prove what I'm about to say. But I believe one of the reasons why Hamas struck when they did 
was they knew that I was working very closely with the Saudis and others in the region to bring peace to the region by having recognition of Israel and Israel's right to exist. I can't prove what I'm about to say, Rob, but I invented the question mark. Can you believe that? I can't prove what I'm about to say. And I, and I, and I offer no evidence for this whatsoever. Uh, he... My gosh, he's full of it, isn't he, Casey? Well, I mean, Donald Trump is the one who had cut off Iran. Well, of course. And Saudi Arabia was close to peace talks with all of the surrounding countries in the Middle East. And here's Joe Biden I'm trying to take credit for it. I can't prove what I'm about to say. There is going to be no peace between these people, just like there's been no peace between these people for 5,000 years, Casey. Mm-hmm. It is not a matter of whether Grandpa here can stick his nose in the middle of it and be the great the great solver. I we are led to believe that the, that the that the Hamas and the Israelis were like, dude, we're pretty close to knotting this thing together. If if only uh, if only Biden would be here, it would <laughs> <Right>. be it would <laughs> it would be so much better. It's like uh, what they're in their mystery van. Oh, those meddling kids! We almost <laughs> could have done it. Okay, so this conference in Dubai, it's uh, going to be attended by a lot of world leaders, oh. nearly two hundred countries, and that does include Pope Francis and also King the Pope. Tra- the Pope. What the what about? Yeah. What does the Pope have to do with climate, climate change, change other than using a bunch of energy to fuel his his and the Vatican's rather mm-hmm. lavish existence? Mm-hmm. You know, the Vatican's one of the richest countries in the entire world. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what it is, right? The, the Holy See, it's yeah. its own country. It has all sorts of immunities and everything else. It's one of the richest, most powerful countries in the entire world. What does the Pope have? What is this guy now an expert on the on the climate did we, in his pre-pope days did he spend <laughs> a lot of years studying weather patterns and, sure. and various temperature changes is that what he did king charles the third is oh, also going to be yeah, there absolutely. have you seen the latest pictures of him does with his fingers looking a little rough He's got yeah. the sausage fingers, doesn't he? Does he does have the sausage yeah. fingers. A lot of people are saying, what's going on with that? Mm-hmm. And oh, it doesn't look so great you to know, me. You uh, know, I was you know, perusing social media over the weekend, and mm-hmm. somebody who I follow on Twitter is Kurt Darling, and he was at a basketball game somewhere, and no joke, he had a, it looked like a pile of donuts next to <laughs> his monitor. I mean, it was like... Good for him. Uh, Oh, boy, nice. I, I think I'm ban- permanently banned from there. But, boy, I'll tell you what, Kurt, it looked like it was just a pile of donuts. So wherever you wherever you did or whatever you did, you did it with a, a sugar rush worthy of a king. <laughs> and you take that. I pulled a double header that day, so I needed it. He needed you the sugar. take that vigor enthusiasm and you do the news coming up next. It's 93 WIBC. Well, they blew up a chicken man in Philly last night. Good morning, 934. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Kevin is off today, and we have Noah who's uh, producing the show. And I'm guessing. It's already better. That Kevin pulled Noah aside and said, if you want to be in Rob's good graces, (laughs) play a bunch of Bruce Springsteen as the bumper music. Am I right, Noah? He told me that to make the show go a whole lot smoother, he told me to play some Bruce Springsteen to butter up Rob. Like, I'm such a tyrant. You know, I was watching a documentary on, let's see, I guess this would have been Wednesday night. It was the night before Thanksgiving on Ivan the Terrible. It was <laughs> yeah. a famous Russian czar. Mm-hmm. And that's who I'm now kind of molding myself after going forward <laughs> here in the uh, the WIBC studios mm-hmm. is uh, Ivan, yes, Ivan the Terrible. So good to know. That that's I, who you're trying to be absolutely, like? Absolutely, yeah. I don't know if that's really you know, good for he the rest was, of us. Look, 
He was despised, Casey, but yeah. he was respected. Oh, okay. And I need some more respect around here. You'd rather be respected than liked? <laughs> All right. Now we know where you're coming from. All right. Let's talk about uh, this uh, new poll that says small business owners not buying into Bidenomics. Isn't that interesting? Boy, and we were told how well it's really working for everyone. This is the, this is the laughable part of one of many laughable parts, but but one of the most laughable. Is that a phrase, most laughable? Mm-hmm. That'd be right. Sure. That's good grammar, correct? Sure. I know they don't teach it anymore in the public school system. It's all novels and things that just essays. Write your, just write your essay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the most laughable parts of the Biden administration is their argument when they are confronted with clear evidence, and because this is poll after poll after poll, including very liberal networks, et cetera, that show hey, the economy is a huge concern for people. It's simply not working for people. And their response to that is, oh, no, 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 it's fine. They just don't understand how good it is, and we got to do a better job of explaining to them how good things actually are. Yeah, they just feel like if they just keep repeating the message over and over, we'll eventually believe it. But this is a CNBC survey monkey poll, and it said that 68% disapproved of Biden's performance and Bidenomics not working. And, and, Big shocker. And what what part of American life would you say any any reasonable, rational, somewhat middle of the road person? Wh- what are they going to look at and go? It's this is really good out there. And the, the argument of look at all the jobs we've created that doesn't fly with people because people experienced what happened during COVID. People know the government took the job away. So again, a reasonable, rational, somewhat middle of the road, moderate person is going to look at that and go, Nah, 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 nah. You don't get credit for reopening society and then looking at all the jobs that we created. You, the government, did this. You, Joe Biden and the Democrats, were some of the biggest cheerleaders of destroying society. So we don't give you credit for that. So when you take away that portion of the economy, the average person looks at their buying power, which is being diluted on a daily basis because their wages are not keeping up with inflation. Mm -hmm. And they're saying this simply is not only is it not working for me, it is unsustainable long-term. Well, you mentioned inflation. This poll says that 70% of small business owners, including 43% of Democrats, said inflation hasn't peaked, and 70% of small business owners and 54% of Democrats said that they're still experiencing a rising cost of supplies. Absolutely. And and when, you know, I was having this conversation with my wife's grandparents on Thanksgiving, because obviously like social security mm-hmm. had a huge cost of living increase because of inflation. Well, now you're taking a problem which exists, which is that social security and things like Medicare are rapidly running out of money. And now you're exasperating that problem by saying, well, here's the usual three or two or whatever it is that people get on that. And now we've made it eight. So the fund only has so much money in it. Mm -hmm. So now because you, the government, have caused this inflation and you're going to try to make sure that the people on the fixed income don't feel the pain of the problem you've caused. Now you've just made this problem over here, which is the sustainability and solvency of Social Security infinitely worse. Yep. And people are looking at this and they're they're apathetic but they're not stupid and you can't lie your way out of what people pay for things. So another interesting point from this poll was that 
most Democrats feel that their party isn't going to help their small business. However, 86% believe that Republicans will. So if you're a small business owner, which way do you think you'd be voting? I was having a I was having a conversation with somebody over the weekend about this, about small business in America. Who is the defender of small business mm. anymore? Good like, question. like who who is the defender of small business? What group or organization? I mean, if you look at like the Indy Chamber or the Indiana Chamber, like their priorities for the legislative session, or in the case of the Indy Chamber, the city government, it's not helping regular businesses. It's not making things more affordable. It's not nuts and bolts issues that will actually help the local mom and pop store. No, I'm not even talking about thriving. I'm talking about continuing to exist. Mm -hmm. So who is the, like, who are the defenders out there of people who are banging their fist on a daily basis saying we will defend and stand up for, you know, the, the Fred and Irma's of the world who are barely scraping by running a local, whatever it might be, printing shop or boutique or whatever it is. Well, and I think the thing that is also contributing to this even more, here's an example. New York City businesses lost up to $4.4 billion because of retail theft last year. And it's only getting worse as the police are quitting the force. Yeah. En masse, and we're seeing that here. There was a time, and it wasn't even all really that long ago in terms of the history of this country, where various communities, the heart of the community was a thriving Main Street. Mm -hmm. And Main Street is this idea that show up in ads and, you know, I'm going to help Main Street, not Wall Street. If somebody tells you they're going to help Main Street, not Wall Street, they're probably (laughs) covering up for the fact of how much they've actually helped Wall Street. Brad Chambers. Um, uh, Did I say that out loud? Sorry. You did. Uh, Anyway. Do you need a water? No, I just had something in my throat. Okay. uh, There was a time and... For people like me who grew up in what were once small, thriving, eclectic, unique communities Mm -hmm. uh, that surrounded a major metropolitan city, that your downtown, the idea of a downtown, even if it wasn't specifically a downtown area, it was a greater downtown area, was the core hub of your existence and the existence of the community. And as these suburban communities due to irresponsible growth from just some very low IQ people who have run these places uh, as they have been they, as they have they have grown so irresponsibly you have seen the small businesses and the small business owners swallowed up by large corporations which means not only has it affected a, a commerce hub what was once the central point of commerce for a community which meant the dollar stayed in the community look no offense but if you're giving your money to walmart and i say this as someone who shops at walmart Mm -hmm. because the local grocery stores have gone dunzo at the place that i live kroger not a local grocery store okay they're more local than walmart but not by much that that money goes outside of your community versus where if it's you know, for example, where I live, Hilligas Bakery. If you're doing mm-hmm. business with Hilligas Bakery, those are Brownsburg County lifers. I'm sure in Greenwood, there's the local baker like that. That money predominantly stays in the community versus these large corporations. It leaves that community yep. and goes somewhere else. So you have literally seen in the past 20-ish, 25 years-ish, the total 
topsy-turvy, the total overturning of what was a commerce and a, and a retail and a financial structure of these communities. And, and so goes the small business, so goes the community itself, which is why so many of these places now lack any identity. I saw this other poll that I thought was interesting that I wanted to bring up. And this is from Gallup. And it says 40% of Americans say they would be afraid to walk alone at night within a mile of their home. And that is the highest that number has been in three decades. But wait, Casey, <laughs> we were told when we were in the Washington Post article about mm-hmm. how, uns- what was the number again? What was the poll? 40% are oh, afraid of walking okay. alone at night. So we were told, and this is everybody, right? So these are even this suburban is a Gallup communities. Poll. This is a national poll. Right. So think, I would love to know what that number is inside major metropolitan cities. Mm-hmm. Because remember, when we were in the Washington Post article, whatever that's been a month ago, and we were talking about how unsafe people feel and people who live down here and people mm-hmm. who have to do commerce down here. And we were told by the people on Twitter. We oh, were chickens. Oh, yeah. And we're just exaggerating yeah. and fear mongers and blah, blah, blah. But it shows that this poll shows that nationwide, which yep. includes suburbs, which are usually markedly safer than major metropolitan mm-hmm. cities, 40 percent of people won't walk won't do that alone at night yeah. within a mile from their home i'm one of those people i'm well, one of those 40 percent now you, I've, you, I've said many times when the sun goes down i don't go out especially i mean i'm not gonna definitely go out alone on foot now lucky for you you live in a beautiful high rise which has <laughs> many fabulous floors which you and then you have a balcony view which you can look down upon the peasants in the city sure. so it's very convenient for you that <laughs> you're in a better position than than many others but think about that that's pathetic that 40 percent of the country <laughs> and i guarantee if you did this poll again 10, 15, 20 years ago, that number would not have been anywhere near 40%. No, this is the highest it's been in three decades. Does it Does it go back? Does it give any of the numbers, the previous numbers? Like, say, where was it 10 years ago? 10 years ago, well, I've got uh, 03. Okay, perfect. Good enough. 20 years ago. It was down closer to 30%. Okay, so so you have seen a tw- in 20 years, perfect. Uh, 1983 is- was the highest it was. Yeah. And currently, we're about at one, two, about the third highest. Okay, but play with me here, Casey. Just listen to me. Focus. I'm right here. My eyes are up here. (laughs) What was the number in in 2003? It was 30 percent. 30 percent. So you have seen it has gone from 30 to 40 percent. Yeah. Or what is that in public school math? What is that? A 33? It's 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 grown by essentially a third of what it was of people saying they don't feel safe venturing outside their homes. That's pathetic. Mm-hmm. That's horrible. It is 946. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Ten minutes 
minutes away from 10 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So IU has fired their football coach, Tom Allen, after a 3-9 and nine season, 1-8 and eight in Big Ten play. Oh, boy. Yep. Uh, they're buying out that seven-year contract after that 3-9 and nine record this year. Okay, so uh, this is a really interesting topic because I think it goes to the structure of our economy and why people are so frustrated with it. So as a capitalist, I would say Tom Allen should make as much money as he possibly can. And if someone is going to be stupid enough to give him this sort of agreement, which at the time it was me and the other blonde lady, I think when he got the agreement, we said this is just wholly ridiculous that he's getting paid this amount of money with an unproven track record. And there wasn't like there was a plethora of people beating down his door to, to, take him on as a coach mm-hmm. they're not saying he shouldn't get it if he can't or we're not saying he, he he should be tom allen should do whatever is best for him so that's as a capitalist mm-hmm. you say hey whatever money someone's willing to give you you take it and you run with it however this is a great example of why many people will say capitalism doesn't work and it feeds the narrative and matt hibblin and i our boss we've talked about this quite a bit over the years where you have a guy who is a colossal failure at his job. Okay, by all accounts, he had one or two decent seasons, mm-hmm. and then the past three have been abject failures. Right. Uh, great Jimbo Fisher it, at Texas A&M, who will get $73 million, who the school $78 said, million. $78, I'm sorry, thank yeah. you, even worse, million dollars <laughs> as a colossal failure. Mm-hmm. And so people look at this, and they say, wait a second. If I work at a widget factory or mm-hmm. an assembly line or I'm, you know, a, a, a shipper at Amazon, I'm doing better at my job than Tom Allen is doing at his. And I have to produce every single day or I simply get fired and then have to worry where my next meal comes from. And this clown got paid a gargantuan amount of money the entire time he was coach mm-hmm. and now is going to get whatever it is, $15.5 million yep. on top of that. For not even working. Right. And this is why if we are having, you know, we're honest amongst ourselves here. This is why there are many people who have huge problems with the idea of capitalism because they see themselves, people, I'm not talking about people who want to sit at home and get welfare checks. I'm talking about people who go to work every day, who bust their ass, who are great hardworking people, and they see this and they go, this guy is going to make a a disgustingly large amount of money as a failure and I try my hardest every single day and I'm struggling to get by. Yeah, so right now the best gig to have is a failed football coach, right? Because you can get paid a colossal amount of money for not working. So here's the deal. He may not have been qualified for the job to begin with, so he's a bad football coach, but you know what he's good at? He's good at sales because he convinced somebody to pay him that much money. You're you're, you're right, and so... It's another part of the the equation and conversation, which is that even in the dark times of the past several years of this economy, the upper echelon people have done very, very well. The rich people continue to get richer. You look at how real estate has worked, that many, many super rich people have bought up and gobbled up all sorts of real estate and are now bleeding poor and middle class people dry in terms of rent, et cetera. We've showcased that several times on this show. And when you have a society that has such a disparity between the very, very top and the very, very, the bottom or the, even the middle class now, as the middle class is moving down, as the very rich continue to move up. And I'm not saying that everybody should drive the same car, and I'm not saying everybody should have the same income, and I'm not saying that everybody should have the same cable package. I get that there are people that are way wealthier than me, and I don't begrudge them. However, 
an economy, a country, mm -hmm. does not work when you continue to see wealth gaps going in such a rapid fashion as they are in this country. And when hard work, look, the lazy people should suffer. I'm no problem with lazy people who don't want to get their asses off the couch and go to work every day. Those people should suffer financially and we shouldn't be giving them freebies. But when you are a hardworking person who is willing to go in each day and you're willing to work a second job in many cases, or in some cases, maybe even a third job, and you're struggling to simply keep up with inflation, and then you have colossal failures like, like Tom Allen, who are going to be disgustingly rich, this is why governments get overturned, this is why societies change, and this is why many people have a bad opinion of capitalism not because they're lazy not because they don't want to work but they see themselves despite working very hard falling behind and this guy failing getting further ahead well let's talk about the stakeholders at iu they must have been really antsy for a better season because had they waited until 2024 to let him go it would have decreased to eight million dollars well and this is poor poor management here because it ain't gonna matter next year Right? right, because you're going to have to have some really kind of special person to change that culture there They're now. not coming to IU. They that, had a really good recruit, recruiting class to begin with, yeah, oh, and you, it didn't happen. You always hear with IU, oh, this is the year we've got a quarterback from so No, mm -hmm. you don't. IU is not a football. <laughs> IU's not even a basketball school anymore. I mean, this play, that place, to, to quote Rodney Dixon, it sucks. Okay? okay, And I can say that because I paid a lot of money to get a diploma from that place. It's an embarrassment. The, the basketball program's an embarrassment. The football program's an embarrassment. Soccer team's all right, though. Okay. Well, congratulations, by the way, to Purdue for winning their big game. Did you hear Todd Rokita got mouthy about us on <laughs> WIBC? On, I think it was on Wednesday. How dare him? Boy, he never has the guts to come in and say it to our face, but he'll get super mouthy with other hosts. We'll talk about it coming up. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hey, hey, hey.